0: Well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is Two Girls, One Cap. I'm Asha. I'm Gwen. And we are back with our first episode of the Loki series, um, which debuted today on Disney+. Plus. And if you were a maniac like the two of us and you stayed up extra late, you would have caught it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know there about you, nothing- but... <laughs>
1: Yeah, there was nothing low key about my my anticipation for this one.
0: Yeah, yeah, there was uh, there was there was nothing um, chill about the way I was like pacing around my living room, a waiting on my Uber Eats order and b waiting on Loki to drop on Disney oh, Plus. Oh god, so. I feel bad. That that was quite the saga with your food. I feel badly for you. I'm just gonna say this. I was really anticipating with the whole um, unfortunate saga with my Uber Eats order. That then that was a foreshadowing of how badly Loki was going to end up being. I was very pleasantly surprised. <laughs> well, okay. I'm glad. I'm glad that wasn't
1: the. Yeah, that was the end of the badness for you then. So yeah. No.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, so I think um, I I I took notes. Been very proud of myself. I'm going to. And be there was rejoicing in the land. Yes. Then the villagers rejoiced. <laughs> I'm a terrible student, everyone knows this. Um, anyone who knows me knows that I'm a terrible student. I don't take notes about anything, even stuff that I like. Um, so <laughs> the fact that I took <laughs> notes last night on the first watch and I have not watched it again yet. Okay. Um, I think we can all just, just say that that's really great. Um, I am proud. Thank you very much, I appreciate that. I'm looking for compliments and praise. Um, <laughs> I, I'm full of nothing but praise for you. Thank
1: you. Um, <laughs>
0: Thank you so much. Uh I love that it immediately picked up from that scene in Endgame. Yes. Which is the retelling of that scene from Avengers. Right. The
1: slightly different, you know. Yeah,
0: that slightly different pickup of they've trapped Loki. Mm -hmm. You know, Thor's got him in handcuffs essentially. They're yeah. boxing up the tesseract, you know, all that kind of stuff. He you know, before... slap the muzzle
1: on him when he's yeah. of Steve. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Exactly. I love. I did think it was interesting.
1: There. I, I, as many times as I've seen Endgame now, I never noticed that there was a scratch on Steve's face, you know, when he does that morph. But yes. there definitely was here. So mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. you know, I know but there was, was a part cool. of me that was like, I now I need to go back and just watch that scene in Endgame mm-hmm. to see if that matches up, which I'm sure it does.
1: it it, it, i mean it it is a different take of chris evans saying that
0: line it is a very it's obviously a different take because there's more to it right and it's a different you know camera angle and everything which i think is fantastic yeah and that explains why he's on the cast list um (laughs) (laughs) why everyone was questioning why is chris evans on the cast list for loki well now it makes sense Um, i don't question these things i just am thankful for them I just go with it, you know, that's all it is. I (laughs) like how he was
1: on and Loki was on the elevator and kind of waved at the Hulk like, Yes.
0: Yes. you don't get to ride. You don't get to ride in the elevator, it's so funny for me. I I loved all of that. I thought it was genius (laughs) and funny and just the best thing period. And then of course he picks up the Tesseract. And of course we're seeing this now, of course from Loki's perspective. Mm-hmm. where tony stark goes down the briefcase with the tesseract gets kicked away he has no idea what's going on mm-hmm. whereas right. we learn that it's you know of course from endgame that it's all Scott Lang, you know and they've gone back in time it's the time heist um and they've gone back in time and everything but we're seeing it from a different perspective and then he picks up that tesseract and ends up in mongolia
1: yeah well because it it, it's it's more of a teleport like remember it says it's the other end of the universe yeah i mean so it's yeah it it sends you places and um and it took me a moment i don't know if you did this too i had to step back like how is movement through the power stone an equivalent to breaking the timeline but it's just that he's not supposed to have done that so he's Mm -hmm. created he's taken it and that's exactly what the Ancient one said, if you take, if you remove an infinity stone, you create an alternate timeline and that's what he's done.
0: So. Right. Right. Yeah. It took me a second to remember that and to, to put it all together mm-hmm. in that moment of just that brief, like, wait, right. what's happening here? What's going on? Like, what's going to be the premise now all of a sudden?
1: Right. Um, and I, I have to be honest too, when it was happening, I, I was a little distracted thinking they've shown up right away. Yeah, he's, you know, and I'm like, so why didn't they come and get the Avengers or, you know, but I'm glad that for once they clarified it. They explained things for once, because I'm really tired of these word of God things later where they try to come back and explain crap to us. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Thank you. No,
0: I totally agree. I'm, I'm super tired of screenwriters coming back or showrunners coming back or producers or whoever coming back and being like, no, 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 this is what we thought this is what we brainstormed and we never said it but this is what it is Um,
1: foreshadowing to something I'm going to bring up later when it comes up but yes okay (laughs)
0: yeah I'm going to say something I'm going to you know imply something in a movie and then three years later it's going to come up in a limited series show as a one-off line oh okay thanks a lot appreciate that Russo brothers Mm -hmm. freely (laughs) assholes anyway okay we're not talking about Stephen Bucky um (laughs) Yeah. it always comes back to them folks I'm i'll sorry. never that's stop that's just you. how it is yeah um i <laughs> i love that he barely got out his infamous i am loki of asgard Remember, <laughs> i'm burdened with glorious, glorious, glorious purpose, purpose. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that he barely yeah. got it out before they showed up and then he's like never mind <laughs> yeah and he's like ah uh, you don't even know what i'm saying and these people look more interesting so i'm gonna go talk to them you know what i mean okay,
1: yeah. no exactly
0: yeah and and it's funny too because he's always looking for the people with the most power right well
1: i thought this is this is something i like just visually that they did is that he's on the ground which there has to be some thought that okay he's buried in the sand kind of like tony in the beginning of iron man which mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know whatever like this is maybe this is gonna be his hero's journey too I mean, mm-hmm. i guess which it would have to be in a way but but apart from that too as soon as he sees people you know the, the the people from mongolia what he does is immediately stand up and find a place like what well, gets the gets the higher ground to, to look down on them
0: yeah and like
1: and um you know and i know that this, uh, he's gonna verbalize it later but this is so in keeping as how i've always seen him as someone who just he he suffers from like many many ways of being feeling not, unloved and not be taken seriously which of course is a self-fulfilling prophecy when you act like he does but whatever mm-hmm. i mean um but yeah, okay. Oh, all right. I ab- I absolutely have to put my position myself. Like he's not enough on his own. Let me take this extra step.
0: Right. Yeah, right. So, you know. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree. And I think it's interesting that he's. It's almost more clear in just that split second in this scene in this first episode when he does it, as opposed to all the movies that he's been featured in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How full of bravado he is, right? Just I mean, in that we're... moment, and maybe because maybe because he's the only established Marvel character we know in that scene. Oh. You know what I mean? Like whatever it is, because every other time that he's, I'm Loki and I'm burdened with glorious purpose and blah blah blah, blah blah blah. It's always something else is going on.
1: It's all very lofty and he's performative and And in here, these people can probably. I'm thinking they weren't even speaking the same language. So what are they going to get out of him doing this? You know, it's just, it's just more, you know, him trying to. Yeah. Feel better about himself, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right.
1: All right. <clears throat> and so then this, like, <laughs> I'm 12. I laughed so hard at him. Like his lips, like moving. <laughs> his looks like the, it looks like rippling
0: in slow motion. And, yeah. <laughs> oh God, I lost it. I watched that twice. I rewound it because I wanted to see it again. <laughs> It was so funny to me, and um, she, who I I believe um, her name in the series is just like Hunter, or like Hunter Fifteen, something like that. She was amazing. Well, oh yeah, she
1: was in the great. whole
0: episode. She's a great character. I love her so much already. Um, <laughs> she, she's she such a good character, um, yeah. and she plays her so phenomenally. Uh, but just the fact that she just straight up slaps him like just, I'm not just, she's like no.
1: yeah just tell us really quickly basically it's nothing for them to manipulate time and they're absolutely more powerful than they exist this is i mean we're going to get into this but like it really explains that so even she's obviously not a high-ranking person you know so basically anyone coming from this tsa is more powerful you know, they, they, the, the law, or at least the laws of this universe don't apply to them.
0: Right, And, right. and
1: Whereas, like, we'll learn with Loki, laws, he has, they don't, in, in their area, he doesn't have any powers, so.
0: Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Um,
1: okay.
0: It must be hard for him to realize that he's not the most powerful being in the situation. You
1: yeah. know what I mean? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And obviously, yeah. and we'll talk about this, and it takes him a while to figure that out. No. <laughs> yeah. Man. Okay. And oh, they really hammer it home. <laughs> they really hammer it home. Yeah. Um, so he gets taken in, he goes through a whole um like screening situation. They take the temporal aura. Um, I saw a lot of I only watched about 40 minutes maybe of Walking Phoenix as the Joker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I saw a lot of walking phoenix and the joker in Loki in these scenes.
1: I've been saying, I've heard a lot of people say like he looks like him, but I'm like, yeah, but he looks pretty much how he did in the first Avengers. So it's it's more it's, like if one was modeled after the other. Yeah. Like you it's, just, if you get a brunette guy with greasy hair, you're gonna end up with a similar looking thing,
0: you know? Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're totally not wrong. You're, you're absolutely not wrong. But there was a lot of like in his movements in the weird way that he kept like shaking his hair back yeah it was just it was like a whole situation where just for a moment i was like if i find out that tom hiddleston modeled any of this after the <laughs> joker or walking phoenix i might have to not watch the rest well, of the series i can tell you
1: that this the, the, yeah i'm in no way creeped out on the same way so okay <laughs> but that's just that's my that's you know your mileage may vary
0: okay well that's fine all right. um, yeah, uh, they take the temporal aura, and then of course he, you know, gets in there and gets his ticket to be judged and learns. Oh, oh, oh! oh we
1: skipped the obligatory uh, shirtless scene.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I <laughs> I'm sorry, no, everyone. I only laughed
1: um, because he's all like, "This is, you know, fine." Oh, yeah, guardian leather. <laughs> I
0: was
1: I... All like, "I'm picturing Ricardo Montalban, with they find Corinthian leather."
0: I really want there to be a Zemo-esque commercial that Tom Hiddleston does for fine Asgardian leather. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) and that that
1: thing on the wall that comes down and removes the the the, with the four. I know it's a. I know what it is, but and it was very different. But it really did feel a lot like the Clippers that they use in uh, Ragnarok oh in uh, Ragnarok
0: yeah yeah <laughs> oh nice old man don't touch my, don't touch my hair <laughs> I'm sorry all right. Right. yes all right, right. There so was no a, so oh, then I'm yeah sorry. so then obligatory he, he shirtless really... scene for <laughs> all the for all the Hiddlestons yeah Did I say that right I pro- yes probably I'm not a I'm but I mostly stamp, just wanted so. to talk
1: about the you know rich as guardian leather that's the part that cracked me that
0: was hilarious and they just oh my god and then it poof gone yeah Um, and he the look on his face too is just so priceless yeah the entire series is him being confused being confused and and literally this look of the audacity yeah like he cannot (laughs) comprehend that anyone would treat him this way yeah (laughs) like it's literally the face that i give people when i say the rudeness it's the exact same face. Like
1: <laughs> I just the you know and the the T S A aesthetic is just kind of amazing to me, and and I feel like I want to talk. I don't. We don't have to talk about it right now, but at some point I want to during this because mm-hmm. it's just I don't. <laughs> it's a very like late sixties color scheme, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and they you know, all of the stuff that they're doing, like dot matrix printers and everything's so low tech. And here there yeah. are these incredibly powerful feelings and nobody, you know, it's just smacks of bureaucracy and inefficiency. But I guess if you have all the time in the world, you don't care how efficient you are. You know, what, you know, I, I just, uh, it, it, and, <laughs> um, but <laughs> I, there's a, there was some sort of comparison to like harry potter and how, and how the magic people don't have to me they're they, they have all these things that seem kind of low tech like they don't they didn't get oh, any mm-hmm. technology so they're mm-hmm. dealing with like clocks and owls and you know cauldrons yeah. a- and you know all the stuff that rather than like you know most of us would just have like a you know electric stove at this point
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know? <laughs> so i just To me, it it sort of felt like that. Like they're relying on whatever they have and they just didn't upgrade the longest time. But but, uh, that's just my take. I think there's more to it too, but I also feel like I can smell it based on that burnt orange color. I just...
0: I feel like it smells like burnt Mm Senka. Oh yeah, yeah. Like instant coffee. Like instant coffee, but maybe instant coffee that's like uh, expired, Mm -hmm. but someone still Mm -hmm. tried to make it.
1: Yeah. And if you you were to go there in real life, like if this thing existed in real life, anything that looks like that, I don't care how long ago they outlawed smoking, it's
0: still going to smell like smoke in there. It still smells like smoke. Everything is made out of Formica. Yeah. And and rich Corinthian leather. And rich Corinthian (laughs) leather. (laughs) And somebody somewhere is like doing the crossword puzzle in a TV guide from like 1972.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, oh yeah, you know there's magazines. There's some highlights on the table for the kids. Yeah. I yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it reminds me of like the doctor's office in the small town that I lived in in Macon, in Missouri.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In the early 2010s, that looked like it was still from the 1970s. Like it still had shag carpeting in the office, like in in, and even in the exam rooms. Like you know that
1: there's (laughs) you know that there are some shelving units in this place in a storage room with like fondue pots and stuff.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm sure. I'm sure they have like the little disposable coffee cups with like the built-in handles on them, out of paper. yeah, I'm sure someone brings in a jello mold every once in a while with like fruit in it. <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm
1: so traumatized by that. Some of the Facebook groups <laughs> I'm in for vintage recipes, I love them and yet I hate them.
0: Well, they're terrifying because people used to put meat inside jello. So that's fair.
1: I've never had the uh, experience of that, but I've had many, many other terrifying things. Yeah. Well, some of them jello based.
0: Yeah. Ah. My grandmother used to put potted meat in jello. Potted meat is a whole separate thing. Okay, look, we don't need to get into that right now. Um, we don't need to talk about childhood trauma during this. Um, <laughs> so they talk about so they talk about this whole this whole little video that they've created about the TVA, the Time Variance mm-hmm. Authority, talks about um, how everyone is set on their own timeline mm-hmm. and how uh, if you become a variant is when you veer off your timeline. And if you veer off the timeline, that's when they step in and they try to, they, you know, basically Mm -hmm. rewind time, set everything Mm -hmm. back to normal, but you have to be judged for Mm -hmm. what you've done because Mm -hmm. people like to start wars and, you know, create chaos and all this kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. generally people that veer off their directed path Mm -hmm. are the ones you have to look out for which I'm sure there's probably a moral there or something, or I, I don't know, some.
1: It's probably along the same lines of our discussion a few weeks ago about how, if someone seeks out superhero lever, level power, they are probably a corrupt individual in the first place.
0: Sure, exactly. So,
1: um, yeah, I, I agree totally whole, wholeheartedly on all that. Um, and just as a storytelling device, you know, the giant expository dump with that, that that's so super efficient. Um, I would think anyone's going to recognize it from Jurassic Park just right down to even the southern accent mm-hmm. you know and so you know at first I was like oh that's a nice little illusion and that that'd be total good storytelling device and then I was thinking you know and then in the hours since I'm like also did that video that, that video in Jurassic Park kind of placated me to like not think about the obvious dangers to all of that shit. And I would expect that that's the true of this as well, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, mm-hmm. and so, and also, you know, they, and, and also I want to say that's one whole thing. And I think we'll just talk about that thematically often. I don't want to belabor that too much right now unless you want to, but something else that they talk about in this video is, and I'm sure you caught on to this, within about the same sentence, they say multiverse and madness.
0: They sure do. Don't they?
1: Yeah. And so this is. <laughs> so, okay. As a storyteller, but all, and, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that, but, and we are aware that that movie is coming out. Dr. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to think differently. And also the fact that they've said that there's probably going to be a season two of this where they, we did not hear about this, the other series. right. So after the production,
0: and in fact, in fact, one division's just been confirmed. There's not going to be a season two, there you according go, season to top, yeah. Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then and when they made Falcon and Winter Soldier, they hadn't even announced the possibility of Anthony Mackie having his own cat movie until afterwards. Right. So this, I think, okay, I take away a couple things from that. First of all, I feel like we shouldn't expect this based on the fact that there will be. There's supposed to be a second series, and also they've name dropped another property i don't think at the end of this is going to tie up with a neat bow no. at
0: the end
1: like but, you know and then also the other two i don't know as far as theories go the other two a lot of people out there fan wise and stuff were all and i was among them for part of it and i st- and i think still feel that way about about it, both of them actually that there was a there was a main big bad in the series you know agatha mm-hmm. zemo and there's you know to a degree, Sharon Carter, but she's the big bad everywhere she goes. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but but um, in WandaVision, I felt like there, I still feel like there was some, I, I know that the, the showrunners have said there wasn't anything else. I still think that they put enough crap in there that that was not all. If that was only cute little Easter eggs for actual comic book fans and I picked up on that anyway to think that there's some other entity out there that was too much
0: mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that was overkill yeah
1: so so but but if we're and then with falcon and the winter soldier i you know we were thinking the whole time there was some other big bigger entity power broker thing out there but and, and then ends up just being Sharon and corner and that's fine i mean honestly i think w- w- episode three we were both already on board thinking it was just her yeah and then um so those two were just supposed to accept at face value. Okay, this is TV. We're not, t- we're not setting up something for the future, some other future big bad. We're giving you what a TV show should do and everything here that you need to know about your scene. Mm-hmm. This is here. All your answers are here. Mm-hmm. And that happened in WandaVision and that happened in Cap. All the people were there. It was pretty obvious from the beginning who the good guys and bad guys were. Mm-hmm. You just weren't totally sure for a while. I mean, right. anyway- Um, and then this one okay if you're setting i have to think this might be slightly different we may not get all of our bad guys in here this may actually set up something more especially if they're dealing with this whole giant freaking you know creators of the timeline stuff i mean so i this one i'm gonna i'm reserving judgment but at this point based on that name drop and just how crazy what they described, the how they described the timeline creation maintenance was. Mm-hmm. I think that that's, I think that's, a that is the cartoon placating me, just like in Jurassic Park and not telling me the dangerous under, underbelly stuff. Right. So, because I really, the other thing is that like they basically just, <laughs> oh my God, I may fall. Sorry, excuse me. Okay. So there's this moment when the, it shows that how all the timelines were in chaos. Mm-hmm. And the Time Lords or whatever the heck they were the three. What was it? This is it the Time Lords. That's the wrong word. I no, that's it. Doctor Who. And um anyway, the the space lizards. Yeah. So so they um uh, they smoosh them all together or decide which one is the sacred one. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know who put them in charge. That seems like a thing I should be asking. Yeah. Anyway, um. And now (laughs) now they do everything to make sure that there are no branches from that. And I know that we just said, oh, they answered these questions about the Avengers and stuff. What it now does based on that, if that's true, and I think it might not be, that now makes the whole Russo brothers cap lived in alternate timeline, not plausible. Makes it bullshit. They would have erased him. Makes it bullshit. Yeah. They'd have pruned him. Yeah, he that would have been Dunzo. Yeah. So that leaves us back at the cap didn't do anything and rested on his laurels during while Bucky was being tortured for whatever. So whatever it is, so far no likey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So okay, I'm done now yeah. obsessing about this. Then okay. might had a lot of thoughts <laughs> about the stupid uh, animation. Now proceed.
0: Yeah. No, that's fine. Um... <laughs> sorry. I love you so much. Um, (laughs) um, I'm gonna this is all I'm really gonna say (laughs) because I have zero opinion regarding this. Okay. Okay. I had zero opinion going in. I have more of an opinion coming out. Gotcha. But literally this is what my note says. Hey cool. It's Crooked Nose McGee.
1: Oh. (laughs) You know, bless Mr. Wilson.
0: Look, he broke his nose. It never got set right. He's rested on that literally his entire it career. It is
1: very noticeable and, and very recognizable. And if he's happy with it, that's fine. But it is very, very distinct.
0: At, as someone with a nursing degree, I hope he can breathe properly. Well, that was my thing. like It seems like it would maybe, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, that's, that's my I, biggest... concern at this point
1: i don't know if he doesn't uh, i mean people can do as we've said many times people can do whatever they want with their bodies sure you know that's that's his business um i don't i wonder if you know i mean certainly the the stereotypical hollywood thing would be to get just plasticed out like crazy you know Mm fix 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 to where it fits some sort of Mm -hmm. normalized over homogenized standard Mm -hmm. but maybe he feels like it's going to change his voice
0: i wonder if that's a part of it which is he has a very distinctive voice we all know his brother luke
1: Mm -hmm.
0: they look very similar Mm -hmm. i wonder if at one point they sounded very similar too because now now they do not at all that's true that's true Mm no and so i there's times that i have thought about that anyway this is not about owen wilson and his crooked nose um (laughs) which I feel as he has aged has gotten more pronounced.
1: I would think that's, that's my observation as well.
0: With him slimming down or getting more defined in his features, whatever. Anyway, he's grown Mm -hmm. into it and, and you know what? It works for him. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I did spend a weird inordinate amount of time Googling Loki's file number which is 72089. Okay. And at first I was like, oh my god, is that Tom Hiddleston's birthday? It's not. He was born in 1981. Um and in like <laughs> February for that matter, you know, and I was like what what is 72089? Like what, you know, like what mm-hmm. is this? Um and of course I'm sure if I looked today I would find the answer.
1: <laughs> right. Oh, sure. You know what guess. I mean? Or
0: I'd find theories or whatever. Um Yeah. But the fact that it was mentioned by a character out loud, I feel like it's an Easter egg. I feel like it's going to mean something. You know what I mean? Oh, Um, no, for sure. Yeah. But so we meet Agent Mobius, who decides to step in and essentially rescue Loki for his own purposes. Right. uh Okay, because they're going to reset Loki. They're going to... It, they're going to prune him or they're going to reset him, whatever it was that they were going to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's decided that he needs it.
1: Yeah. And we don't know till later why, but yeah. We don't know
0: till later why. Yeah. Um, but I loved their whole interrogation scene. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the way that they played off each other, I thought from an acting standpoint, was very well done. Mm hmm. Um, I like
1: the whole, I'm going to stand up. No, I'll do, you know, (laughs) I'll do whatever I want. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. You know, um, the fact that Owen Wilson is known mostly as a comedic actor and Tom Hiddleston is not, Mm -hmm. I felt they played a comedic duo very well together. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously (laughs) Loki, when Tom Hiddleston is playing Loki, he's not playing him for comedy. Mm -hmm. But I read him as very funny.
1: Oh, no, I think this whole thing is supposed to be just so ludicrous that it's funny. You know, his reactions to all this and to fish out of water to the nth degree. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, There's the mention of the space lizards, (laughs) which much like Falcon and the Winter Soldier and um, all of our creepy references to everything in WandaVision, That will be an official nickname for the series. Oh, of course. I I don't even know what they're called. We don't even know what their real title is at this point. So now they're just Timekeepers. Sure, Timekeepers. Now they're just space lizards. So whatever. Um, Are they? I think it's in. Oh, good. Sorry. I'm sorry. They're not the ones that Stan Lee was with when he does that cameo when he's talking about. And then I was a postal service. I think worker, those are the watchers. Those are the watchers, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. For a split second, I was like, who were those creatures? But it like, I was. Well, like, who? It,
1: it, yeah. It, I mean, it's like in the high in the Highlander like uh, series, they, they have watchers too. And so that's the only mm-hmm. reason why that name stayed with obviously doing something slightly different, but
0: sure, sure. Anyway,
1: but yeah, yeah, no, and and um also I think back to the timekeepers for a moment. I think it's interesting it felt very um wizard of oz to me like i would like to speak to the timekeepers oh they're busy but that's usually what you say about something that doesn't actually doesn't exist. actually exist
0: yeah yeah so pay, yeah. pay no attention to the man behind the curtain yeah yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. there's lots. yeah um i did really really love
1: the part maybe it's just because my work is was awful you know <laughs> until they went out of business <laughs> but the whole like um, oh i'm gonna burn this place down oh you can start with my office you
0: know? <laughs> oh yeah when he when he's like this is a place of nightmares and he goes well we have that department too i'm gonna burn this place to the ground you can start there
1: yeah and I'm sure i love that i thought that was I amazing take... I, I suppose the nightmare thing i could spend a lot of time thinking about that you know like oh mm-hmm. that's probably when people have moved around the timeline and there's remnant memories and you're scared but at this point with marvel and these tv series i feel like oh this is just a name drop of their character nightmare
0: uh, yeah yeah <laughs> like i was so, like it's a it's a name drop of a, of a character or like a comic run series or yeah you know something so, i mean ridiculous. maybe not yeah. maybe
1: they'll surprise me but that's where all that crap has been so far is just like you know thought for not and then nothing but yeah that's that's cool i mean if you want to drop stuff that's not and there's nothing wrong. I mean, that's what births fan fiction is when somebody gives a one-off line and then somebody builds a whole freaking world off of it. That's cool,
0: you know? Yeah, absolutely. I and, don't have and to. Maybe we'll get, get some payoff. Yeah. We'll, and maybe we'll get some payoff with this series.
1: Yeah, maybe. maybe. Eventually, well, yeah, if it goes he on knows. for very long, they'll want to go back and do some yeah.
0: stuff again like, you know, And wrap some stuff up, yeah. So. Um. So Loki, you know, again, we, we've heard it before, hmm. but he finally says it out loud, very clearly for all of us to hear he wants to rule midgard he wants to rule asgard he wants to rule the nine realms and then mobius goes space <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. and he's like yeah space sure whatever <laughs> like <laughs> that was probably and sort of like, why 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 yeah yeah, yeah he just keeps questioning why which i love because mm-hmm. no one has questioned loki's motives
1: yeah everyone just sort of i believe everyone just assumes he's just some power hungry you know Mm -hmm. and and while that is true in effect i don't think that's his motivation i've never thought that was his motivation he's you know i mean the first story is hamlet and it's very obvious that he just wants his daddy to love him he doesn't he doesn't believe that he's loved right you know and Mm -hmm. um and that's been his. in this series manages to give him you know three or four movies worth of character growth in three minutes by showing him a montage of his, you know, the last part of his life.
0: Right. Right. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But, Um, but they show, you know, he starts to show him some of his greatest hits um, so to speak, (laughs) but only, but only as far as he can physically remember, because in this timeline that Loki is currently in, it's 2012, Mm -hmm. right you know and so um I did squeal a little bit because they showed a clip of my baby boy Coulson oh yes and then they got stabbed I could do a whole episode on Coulson I think we should I think we should too I think he's a um yeah we should do a whole episode about Phil Coulson because I
1: totally agree
0: because the Avengers did come together to avenge his death exactly i mean sort of he was a well, i mean that, that he was, wasn't uh, a deciding factor but
1: <laughs> i mean they were there and they were in fighting until that moment solidified them so you know yeah yeah
0: yeah you know you could say that he is the sticky red glue that brought them together
1: <laughs> yeah and well it makes me think of when viewed this way i'm thinking of that that line in speed where they say like relationships born out of like traumatic situations or intense don't last i'm like oh well i guess we should have seen that come
0: have seen that coming <laughs> 10 years ago yeah <laughs> um yeah so <laughs> in this interrogation that agent mobius is doing with loki mm-hmm. where you know he's very much like so you're the god of mischief chaos you know all this kind of stuff and mm-hmm. i i love it and and at one point loki's like i'm just a mi- mischievous scamp <laughs> you know which is a such a loki thing to say b such a tom hiddleston thing to say about loki right like i can't I, <laughs> there was a moment and i had i had the closed captioning on because now i don't watch marvel without anything closed captioning oh no,
1: fair. Mm-hmm.
0: um after the great tattoo debacle of <laughs> <laughs> of 2019 um <laughs> so the now i don't
1: line. yeah yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> i don't watch anything without closed captioning um <laughs> and also it was 1 a.m and my husband was sleeping um <laughs> but um th- so they're talking about you know and, and mobius is like so you've you've been pulling stunts for years right all this kind of stuff and we got in the very first friggin' episode the db cooper reveal Oh
1: no! thank you all right and and i just love i don't care how they i for one moment do i think that he would lose a bet to thor and that would be oh go to midgard and hijack a plane and get money i don't think that that's the uh, that is not a logical bet dare whatever it was but
0: but i I don't want to know what the parameters of the bet were
1: i mean like i don't care how they shoehorned it in there thank you just do that that's fine
0: but that was Um, amazing that was amazing. And the fact that we got it in the very first episode. Wasn't
1: looking forward to yeah, oh for it. Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't
0: Guess have to wait. I was to wondering wait. how they were
1: going to pull that off, but here we go. All right. I was,
0: yeah, I was wondering how that was going to be accomplished. And I didn't have to wait until the sixth episode to get the payoff of those like right. teaser pictures. You know what I mean? Like
1: mm-hmm. my jaw
0: dropped. I was sitting on the couch in my lounging position as I mm-hmm. so often do as I'm watching all of my television.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: literally was like. it was like oh my god (laughs) got so excited so for anybody that doesn't know um db cooper what was it late 60s or early 71 71 oh you know this okay i'm very impressed um (laughs) uh, he He comes up in a lot of movies i watch for some reason (laughs) oddly enough oddly enough one of my like weirdest favoritest is guilty Pleasure movies without a paddle. Without, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I like that. Movie I too. love Without a Paddle, and they're like obsessed with DB Cooper. Yes. Yeah. And the know. best part is, is that Burt Reynolds is in the movie. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, so much. It's, it's
1: amazing. I love yeah.
0: it. I love it. Um, anyway, anyway, whatever. I'm not going to talk about DB Cooper because that's not <laughs> what we're here for. I'm not an expert on DB Cooper, so it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, so he literally, is explaining to Agent Mobius that he lost a bet with Thor and all this kind of stuff. And he says something, Agent Mobius says something and it leads to this this like train of thought with Loki and he's, uh, I just lost my train of thought. Cause I- Is it I, the
1: whole illusion thing? Yes
0: that's not going to help me get anywhere. doesn't matter. Um.
1: <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm contagious. Yeah. I <laughs> no, no, it's
0: totally fine. Um, anyway, it, so this is a train of thought. There's this whole thing where he's like, you know, I can do what I want and there's, you know, all this sort of thing and, you know, everything like that. Oh. And he says, my choice is my own. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I think is interesting and telling, because mm-hmm. he's literally, before all, before all this, when he says that he wants to rule everything, basically,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he right. had this little speech about how um, we, as a s- small mid-guardians, mm-hmm. we're burdened because we have free will, basically. Choice. Right, we have right, choice. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. we, have the, we have all this freedom to make all of our own choices. And so he wants to take that away from us
1: because it's the big lie it's the big lie yes because then you have nothing but guilt and uh, from your choices and Mm -hmm. and that's when Mobius is like except you right but but basically he's saying you feel guilty about your choices yes right yes yeah um okay Uh, are you willing to indulge me with a tangent on this for a moment please
0: absolutely
1: is he's gonna this also comes back in a little bit after they do the montage of his later life. And he sees how that turns out. And he has the kind of breakdown Mm -hmm. and he says, you know, and, and so Mobius is asking him, you know, why do you do these things? Do you enjoy hurting people? And he's like, no, I don't, I don't Mm -hmm. enjoy people. I had to, um, because it's all part of the illusion, blah, blah, blah. And I just want to say, while I enjoy Loki as a character, I would like to make sure everyone understands Mm -hmm. How I interpret him and how I believe him to be, because why would I interpret him the no other way? Loki is a villain. He has flat said, these are his choices. He makes mm-hmm. these choices. I don't care that he thinks he had to hurt people. No one has to hurt people or anyone. Right. You know, um, we, we know now and probably should have been able to infer before that he really didn't care about ruling all these things. He felt inferior, he felt unloved. He got proof in those films, you know, those films and also those clips during the TV series that, you know, his mother did love him. His father did love him. Thor did love him and respect him. Mm -hmm. Well, so now we've got him where he hasn't lived those moments, this version of Loki now, but at least he's cognizant of, oh my God, this really did be So, but basically he's saying he had to do all these things as an illusion. And he also, in this same conversation, says he had these choices. So he has at every point had a choice. He's had he's been he's had a choice, he's made that choice. That choice served a purpose. He didn't care who got hurt along the way. You know, and and I so Loki is a villain that presents himself as a victim. And he is the exact opposite of Bucky, who has had no choice and who is. A victim who is presented as a villain. I'm sorry. I mean, it's they're, they're they're the absolute absolute opposites of each other.
0: I'm not. I'm not laughing. I know
1: you're laughing at me because okay. no, but, I'm. I'm
0: like, <laughs> but I'm not laughing because like, oh, this is absurd. I'm laughing because you're absolutely right.
1: So
0: yeah, thank you.
1: And I yeah, to... but but I, mean, I do. I know. I mean, I do feel. I do feel that Loki is a villain for whom I can. He he is someone who can be redeemed. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he he's he's definitely. He's always been someone that you, even in the first Thor, you know, don't, you spend the first third of it, not even thinking he might be the bad guy. Right. You don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. So he's always had this potential and he's definitely supposed to be, you know, self-serving, but not a horrible thing. Most of the time. Right. You know, but right.
0: You know, well, and I think eyeballs,
1: you know, might not be up <laughs> at the top of the list, but you might know. not
0: be. Yeah. And I think the whole
1: planets. Yeah, they used
0: down. all those scenes from movies that that loki has been featured in that of course are not in this timeline mm-hmm. because you know it's 2012 in what? this instance and mm-hmm. they've used that to show what his character is supposed to do and what is supposed right. to happen with him you know mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff and he and of course he escapes from agent mobius and you know, he's trying to find the Tesseract so he can escape. Because
1: well, and... he's used to being able to outsmart everything.
0: Exactly. He's used to being the smartest person in the room, the most powerful person in the room. And only then does he come to realize that he's literally trapped. And mm-hmm. he has nothing else to, you know, he can't escape. He can't do anything else. Um, and he fast forwards through all of these scenes in his life. He mm-hmm. rewatches Frigga being yeah. killed. Right. He, you know, it learns that's his fault. Yeah. Learns it's his fault. He gets that confirmation that Odin did love and care for him mm-hmm. before Odin, you know, becomes one with the earth or whatever the fuck that is. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> Odin's a terrible father, much like. Wait, Surs. no, anyway, he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and then and then has to watch himself. Be murdered right as he sees himself what looks like betraying his brother and right. literally his people mm-hmm. and then he sees that he tries to fight thanos right mm-hmm. and what does he get in return for actually yeah. doing the right thing yeah. he gets yeah. killed you know right. And it's and there's there's a moment there and and he even says it when mobius comes back in he even admits he goes i'm a villain Right. That's what I am. When someone tells you who they are, believe them. Yeah. When someone says, this is me, that's what Mm -hmm. they are. That's all there is to it. And when someone is at a point when they have nothing else going for them Mm -hmm. and they can still say that they're the worst version of themselves, Mm -hmm. they are absolutely that worst version of themselves. Right.
1: And, and, you know, and, and yes, exactly. And also speaking of versions of themselves, I had not thought about the way Mobius had said this before, t- t- you know how but he says, you know, you exist to help other people. You know, you're the problem that helps other people become the best versions of themselves. Yes. You know, and how, you know, he's had such great disdain for the Avengers. And then he finds out like, oh my God, I'm the one that made them
0: great. Well, they are. Yes.
1: Yeah. You know, I and, never um,
0: thought about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What a, what a, what a, and, and the other thing I just want to highlight here. You know, before we would move on um all those things he sees in the in the film happen mm-hmm. the heartbreak is that now he has that knowledge and he says i can't go back there he can never experience those things now yeah yeah so it, i mean and for that for that regardless of how awful he is i still feel you know and awful is maybe a strong term because i don't i mean he's not you know what i mean he's not thanos yeah. he's not you know but but yeah. but he is a villain and but he's he, you know he's a likable villain unfortunately mm-hmm. you know the sort of person i would date And
0: <laughs> <laughs> well and i think that i think what sets whatever loki way i didn't mean,
1: swipe whatever way
0: i should have swept right <laughs> <laughs> i think that i think the thing that sets loki apart from other villains like i don't the green goblin or thanos or Mm -hmm. mephisto or whoever Mm -hmm. is that when it comes down to it he's still a brother and he's still a son Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and and at least what we have seen in the cinematic universe for those of us that are not truly invested in the comics and things like that Mm -hmm. is that all he wants is approval and love right yes which which is not the backstory of many of the villains
1: that's no, not was, what
0: you get from a lot of them it's all about when we've talked about this it's all about power and control
1: yeah well yeah what he says he wants to do what is he says he wants exactly yeah, but the reason he, for wanting those is different
0: yes and he even says it after mm-hmm. he admits you know i'm i'm a villain and he goes i don't like hurting people and, and again, cool motive, still, yeah, cool still murder. Yeah, cool motive, still murder. Yeah, you know, you know. But the fact that he's like, you know, there's there's a part of him, and I don't, I didn't take it down, so I don't remember exactly if he said it or not. But did he say, "I don't want to rule"? I don't. That's not what I want. Like, did he admit that that's? No, not he what didn't it is? say it. He I, didn't I, say I mean, that. I don't okay, believe he
1: said that out, but, but it was definitely the takeaway. Like he it's says, definitely it's all, that. I that do all these things of, when he says. Um, you know, the weak, you know, the, it's the illusion that the weak put out, you know, mm-hmm. and he's calling himself that. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, you know, if he could, yeah, I think he wouldn't have done 90% of what he's done. Because, you know, I'm sure we've all had friends who've done this, the kind of friend who would do, or frenemy as the case may be, who would make incredibly bad choices, do really embarrassing things, all for the sake of attention, and this is just him. This is a this is peeing in the corner. This guy all the time. Yeah, I mean in in the this most is,
0: violent- this is getting drunk and dancing on the bar before you get kicked out.
1: Yeah, all the time. You yeah. know. Yeah. And does anyone love me enough to scoop me up and take me home? You yeah.
0: Know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah. that kind of yeah. Okay.
0: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So uh, I just from a from a uh, a setup standpoint from a filmography standpoint, whatever you want to call it, using, I know I said it earlier, but using these scenes and pivotal scenes from Thor The Dark World, from Infinity War, from Endgame, from Ragnarok, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Which I Mm -hmm. wish there had been something more from Ragnarok. Right. Instead of just the mention. But he's a good guy most
1: of that movie, so it's kind of hard to... Which is kind
0: of hard, but I wish that there had been... Something even when he had been forwarding through his life.
1: Yeah, it's really just the elevator you know? scene with the word basically. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? I wish there had been something there. Um, even that moment when he's just walking on the rainbow bridge and he flips out his knives.
1: Oh yeah, that would have been nice. Like that, that would have been a nice because
0: and things. then that's like an ambiguous moment too. Yeah. It's shown without context, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they could have used that anyway. But I think it's genius to start this series off in the year 2012 to base it off of this is what happened at the at this point in Endgame, right or at this point in quote unquote in avengers and to start the series off this way and then to be able to use his character arc
1: mm-hmm.
0: as his character development just in this first episode right i think it's genius storytelling and I'm automatically impressed with this series. That that's how they decided to run with it.
1: Right. I mean, I would think that there would be some forthcoming bitterness on his part that he can't ever experience that. Sure. Right now we have remorse, but I would expect bitterness, you know, and it would come at some point. But mm-hmm. I'm anxious to see how this pans out. Um, I think it's interesting. Uh, I well, I don't want to skip to the end, so. Um, so that of course there's this whole thing in the background that why Mobius wants him in the first place.
0: Yeah, we have this whole subplot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Somebody's offing the Minutemen mm-hmm. that who go around trying to you know, take care of the timeline and they're stealing these little MacGuffin things that'll reset the timeline.
0: I just put together Minutemen and the time variance order or authority. <laughs> it's okay it was midnight for you it was was really late for me i had worked and there was a whole food delivery debacle anyway okay just put that one together (laughs) you're welcome folks this is the high quality podcasting you get from us um (laughs) that's why it's free that's right (laughs)
1: Uh, Um, yeah yeah
0: we get we get a scene um obviously we see them first when they pick Loki up in Mongolia mm-hmm. and then we see them in what, like 1540 something France. Right. Um, and someone's then, been there doing
1: the thing. yeah. Someone's yeah.
0: been there. They've murdered a, a, it's a small. Blue
1: kablooey gum, which I don't think existed, but it must be like, you know, Bubblicious or something.
0: Yeah. I it's some it's kind crazy. of, you know, it's, it, it's either a, a fake, you know, old, yeah. you know, cause it, it looks very like 60s, 70s mm-hmm. packaging or something, or it's like way in the future retro, you know, yeah. something. And then, um, we see them again and I, I didn't pick up where they were, um, when they're in the oil field, did you pick up where they were? Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma. Okay. Maybe it was my closed captioning that
1: where the fire comes sweeping down the grass yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh god
0: but it's, it's so me perfect. to
1: like make fun of you know disney grilling some people like flambé i mean like oh my god they were really like was it dc all of a sudden it got very fucking dark
0: it yeah. got real dark real quick um yeah so someone's there they make a comment about um like oh someone's found a time machine and came back to get rich they're, like, mm-hmm. not going to bother with it. They're going to prune the uh, the object that they found, which is basically just evaporating right. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden they see a figure out in the darkness. And this is also, like, parallel with Mobius explaining to Loki why he's pulled him out.
1: Yeah. And and then you learn why he was trying to figure out what makes you tick, you know, because yeah. this is going to be work. Yeah. But- this is, you know, basically him, Clary's Starling, Hannibal Lecter here, like, getting yes. to know him, like, what makes you tick.
0: You know? <laughs> the whole uh. thing was just missing the Chianti and fava beans.
1: <laughs> there, you did it. I can't yeah. do it. I sound I'm like a gerbil or something.
0: Weirdly anyway. good at it, and I don't know why. I blame my father for <laughs>
1: that. Yeah. Um, oh
0: yeah so um and then all of a sudden this figure and, and it's a hooded cloaked figure i just felt like emma watson in deathly hollows part two a hooded figure oh, um <laughs> and he's got a lantern and he he smashes it to the ground and of course the oil field goes up in flames right i was expecting that to be some sort of pattern when it i did out. too <laughs> I thought it was were you expecting when okay so also so we'll get to it and then i'll tell you what i expected the pattern to be um <laughs> so mobius is explaining that there's um a fugitive variant and of course variant are the are the people that veer off the, t- the sacred timeline yeah
1: they've made the timeline vary. yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah clever very <laughs> obvious yeah, I, um <laughs> yeah. so uh so he's explaining to loki that there's a fugitive variant that is killing the TVA agents killing Mm -hmm. the Minutemen and he wants him to help him track him down. Yeah.
1: And I think also isn't part of the problem that when he's taking those little things, those timelines continue to like branch off and they,
0: I believe so. If I'm, if I'm understanding it correctly, I believe so. And I
1: say he, because they're saying it's Loki, but why are they (laughs) making such a big deal about Loki being gender fluid? If that's definitely Tom Hiddleston Loki and then maybe not like a female Loki well I mean I'm all for that being this you know pride month and he I know the character in Greek mythology I'm sorry Greek Norse mythology was um gender fluid that's Mm -hmm. all fine but I'm like he didn't show me the face Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's not Tom Hiddleston under there
0: but But he didn't say but he he didn't okay
1: you know, I mean, I don't think it's I think, that, I think, I, I think sure it can be crap. argued.
0: I'm just saying, like, I think it, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of inference. It's only the first episode, but I think it can right. be so argued. They can't,
1: they can't, like, let everything out of the bag
0: now. Right, so. exactly. So Mobius tells Loki that the fugitive variant is, in fact, Loki. Right. I expected um, the oil field, the burn pattern to be in the shape of the horned helmet
1: me too, Oh, This indeed. is great. Thought. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be that.
0: You know, I mean I did. I was like, if anything else, that would be amazing. And yeah. what a great way to just round up that whole episode, especially with well, that I, big reveal at the end. And that
1: little French child says that it's something with horns, but where are the horns with the freaking yeah? The, I mean, you'd think that they'd poke out a little bit underneath that helmet, but maybe yeah. not. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe not. they've skipped. But in the in the in the trailers, when he's like, looks like President y- Loki or something, he has very smaller short. ones on. They're not yeah. the big reindeer games thing from before. So maybe yeah. maybe they're just they're smaller very now.
0: like Hellboy. Yeah,
1: horns this is and now. not. Yeah, yeah, more manageable.
0: Yeah, they're they're carry on size. They're carry on size pruned. Pruned, yeah. <laughs> so, <'cause> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they. I have... need my
1: travel horns.
0: They have Loki ears now at Disneyland. Yeah, we're gonna Aww. get we're gonna get Athena some when we go. Um, anyway, so
1: why do I live here?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know the answer to that. Um, I so I can't go
1: anywhere and get anything except maybe like ticks.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you get enough on your forehead, they'd be like horns. I'm not advising no. you to do that that's not what that was anyway okay so overall thoughts <laughs> <laughs> let's just move on um
1: i'm excited about where it goes i like the tsa aesthetic i feel like that's telling the story about them being just very hyper focused on their bureaucracy and their uh, minutia and stuff and they're not even people that work there probably I feel like there's something behind the curtain, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. there, and maybe we'll find out maybe why. We'll, oh, I may, I, you know, but of course that's me and my conspiracy theory with all these shows where I thought there was something else. Maybe it is really just what they're telling me. Right. But that that would be what I would think I'm gonna find out here is that this isn't exactly all on the up and up and even maybe the people that work there don't realize. Mm -hmm. I would be curious. I I don't doubt for one moment that this is Loki or some version version of Loki that is the bad guy, Mm -hmm. you know, the big bad. Um, But uh, I have not come up with a plausible reason why he would be doing this based on the things that he said he's wanted. This is a solo act, and who's going to know that he's doing it? like he does all this stuff for attention and approval who would know Mm -hmm. you know who's going to be there to tell him good job right so i don't i don't understand the the motivations of this variant loki if it is indeed what they who who mobius said it is and so i'm I'm curious to see that um i i'm here for more scenes with agent hc 15 or whatever she was i liked Mm -hmm. her a lot yeah I like how she keeps to stop it on that time loop and he's messing with her. Oh my that God, was that horrible person. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I really hope, and, and they they usually do a good job with this stuff. I really hope that they haven't tried to cram three or four movies worth of character development into this that one scene. I would like to see him continue to struggle and come to you know, maybe it struggles to, not the right word, but, you know, I mean, continue to develop and work on himself, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, honestly, like, sometimes premiere episodes of things are really hard. and This had a lot of world building to do. It had a lot of explaining to do. I did feel like the animated thing was about 30 seconds too long, you know, 15 at least, you know, but, mm-hmm. but it had, but I felt that way about the one in Jurassic Park, too. You That's
0: know, it fair. just, it,
1: yeah, so, you know, it, it, it had a big job to do. So how else could they do it? You know, right. Um, so I, I I'm really impressed. Can't wait till next week. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Mia?
0: Um, same. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> same. That's it. No. And, um, scene. and scene. Um, I thought it was a great uh premiere episode. Um, I have a lot of the same feelings. Um, and a lot of things that I I I voiced. Through this episode, you know I love um, already the dynamic between Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Um, and I I feel terrible that I don't know her name, but yeah, H C fifteen, mm-hmm. um, uh, whoever that particular character is, the one that that captured Loki originally. Mm-hmm. I feel like that dynamic is going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing more of that. Um, I do hope that there is more, uh, character growth and development as well, because I think that because he's a multifaceted character, he deserves more.
1: Okay. I looked up that woman's name just in the effort of being thorough and I, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it. I've never heard this pronounced, so I'm going to, I'm doing my best here. Okay, I think it's Wunmi Musaku. It's beautiful. W N M I new word M O S A K U. Okay. Anyway, she's a Nigerian-born right. uh, British actress.
0: Awesome. That's uh, yeah. I love it. That's fabulous. Okay. Yeah. Um, she can I, rock
1: the riot here.
0: So she sure can. <laughs> um, so I just I feel like this initial cast that we've seen, mm. um, I, I wanna see more of them. I wanna see more interaction of them. Um, I, I wanna see how the whole thing is gonna play out. But I'm, I'm curious, especially because I'm, I'm not reading things. I know I sent you an article that I did read and I yeah. sent it to you and we can talk about that next time okay. or whatever um, mm. as like an aside or, or something. But I have seen some stuff already that that they're talking about. There's like definitely going to be a season two. That yeah. it, that already like it's been decided that this is going to be a, a multi-season series or something like that. And yeah. I think that's great if it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think after and I'll and I'll just I'll just go ahead and say this now. After just this first episode. If what this is, is basically like a weird quantum leap slash Doctor Who uh-huh. chase through time where he's got to you know figure out who's killing the Minutemen and he's got to find everything and all this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And, and then because he can't go back to his own timeline, uh-huh. he ends up working for the TVA.
1: I mean, that seems very plausible. He'll just you know what I mean? Never... Like, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I see that going, because where else is he going to go?
1: Right. And I'm, you know, I, I, actually, we kind of didn't touch on one thing, and I, I guess we, I sort of mentioned it, but, you know, he doesn't have any powers here. I think that would be quite the adjustment for him, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming when he travels in time to these other timelines, he does, right? I, I so... would have
0: to assume that if he's not within... Mm -hmm. the structure Mm quote-unquote of the TVA right Right. that within those timelines he's got to have power because
1: because when they open up the drawer and there's my all those
0: infinity stones yeah Yeah. so
1: that I'm the takeaway there is that I guess it looks like people have had them throughout time and that's how people get you know end up yeah right yeah but they have no power there so they they I'm my takeaway is that that means that those infinity stones only have power in the universe. Right. And the TVA is outside of it in this Nexus kind of thing that we're hearing about more and more.
0: Yeah. And that's how why I, he has no power. Yeah. Yeah. And how how I sort of understood it is he talks to that one like desk agent.
1: Yeah, the one that doesn't know what a fish is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah and he doesn't, he's like, I've lived my whole life behind a desk. If mm-hmm. they're very you know sank a nicotine scented for mica filled halls of the late 60s early 70s does that mean that the tva isn't on a set timeline
1: waste of time works differently there so i'm thinking yeah but why of all the aesthetics pick like that one except that that well, you know, the that's, that's bureaucracy well, the angle the texture, yeah can, yeah that's gonna be just before technology starts coming along and making things easier, with at least typewriters that had word processors in it and stuff. I mean, you know, I mean, right, right. It, there's no Xerox machines, you
0: know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: anyway, so yeah, maybe yeah.
0: we're probably seventies. <laughs>
1: anyway, uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. So I just, uh, I think that the power of vacuum, for lack of a better word, in the in the TSA is mm-hmm. interesting, and um, but. Yeah, I mean what 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 is his choice after he does this? He quits existing? Yeah. But of course, what what I guess you you can't go back to any timeline. so I guess you'd be like please let me be an agent. Right. A
0: subcontractor, something. I mean, so it makes me wonder how all the other agents got there.
1: Yeah, and the fact that they've announced this second season so early, that's why I think that this means that this season isn't going to tie everything up neatly. Also, if they're mentioning multiverse madness here and we know that there's A movie focusing on that that would tell me maybe they are not quite successful in their efforts in this Mm -hmm. series but maybe maybe you know who knows so right right oh well or they think they are and there's one that gets away from them. who knows you know
0: yeah yeah i agree so um anyway and i should i should rephrase that it's not they're not saying definitely but just after the first episode there was already talk of okay whether or not whereas with wandavision and falcon and the winter soldier we had to get to like the middle of the series the end of the series Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
0: for there to be conversations about whether or not there was going to be a second season or anything
1: right so let me let me rephrase that the viewership on this was i mean but whatever so
0: yeah so let me just rephrase that anyway um so yeah well I thoroughly enjoyed. Me too. The first even episode. at two in the morning, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Even <laughs> at, <laughs> my my note my note is time stamped at twelve forty two this morning, um, because that's when the episode was finished for me, because it dropped just a little bit before midnight. Um, <laughs> I pulled up Disney Plus and I was just like refreshing on the loki banner (laughs) yeah
1: you you sent me that message and i'm like it's not here yet and i guess kept trying, kept going in and out and finally like four or five minutes later it came up here i'm like why does california get it before me i mean i don't know know. i don't know they have things to do in california i am in kansas i mean there's nothing to do here this is not fair it's true
0: it's true um (laughs) thoroughly enjoyed it it's um it i think it's gonna be a lot of fun Mm -hmm. i'm looking forward to it and I think it's going to be um, definitely more on the comedic side I'm all for it. of of action than, say, Falcon mm-hmm. and the Winter Soldier was, which was definitely oh, yeah. more heavy action than, say, yes. buddy buddy comedy like we were totally yeah, fearful exactly. that it was going to be. Um, right. So I'm I'm looking forward to that, and uh, I can't wait for next week. So me too. too. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. Well, um, thank you so much for listening and being with us um, and sticking around for this. We hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we hope you watch Loki and stay with us for this six part series that we're going to do. And we will talk to you guys next week, okay? Thank you.
1: Thank you. Bye.